This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. KTSA News Flash. Another hurricane has hit the Gulf Coast. Nicholas made landfall overnight in Texas. The winds were powerful and damaging, but rain may be the biggest concern with this slow-moving storm. Correspondent Janet Shanlian has the latest from Kima. Nicholas slammed ashore as a Category 1 hurricane in Texas overnight, packing powerful winds and dumping significant amounts of rain. More than 12 inches in Galveston, 7 in the Houston area. Across the region, roads are flooded, and at one point, Power was out for more than 400,000 customers in southeast Texas. The concern is wind. It's too windy still for them to go out and fix those down power lines. Wind gusts top more than 75 miles an hour in some areas. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner says the majority of his residents heeded the warnings and wrote out the storm from home. I want to thank the people in the city of Houston for being responsive uh, for uh, uh, for staying off the roads, staying home, and as a result, uh, no injuries, no fatalities uh, last night. Roughly 400,000 customers are without power in the Houston area, but Mayor Turner says he hopes power will be restored by the end of the day today. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer spoke to ABC's Good Morning America today about his new book, The Authority of the Court and the Perils of Politics. The justice's book tour comes on the heels of the Supreme Court's decision to not block a highly restrictive abortion ban in Texas as the law makes its way through the courts. The decision was made in the court's so-called shadow docket, where little is known about the justice's decisions. Justice Breyer was asked if he's worried that using the shadow docket more often makes the court look more political. Here's how he responded. I am worried if people don't understand it. I am worried if children in the schools don't understand their government. I am worried if they don't teach uh, what their government is about, and I'm very worried if they don't participate. There was a demonstration yesterday outside Supreme Court Justice Brent Kavanaugh's Maryland home on the heels of the decision to allow the new abortion law in Texas to remain in place. Reproductive rights advocates fear other Republican-led states will craft similar legislation and that the conservative majority Supreme Court, now with three Trump appointees, will either dismantle or altogether overturn Roe v. Wade. This protester says... In the 21st century, it is impressive that there are still legislators in this world that don't understand that prohibiting abortions does nothing to stop abortions, it just kills more women. So this type of legislation is only stopping women from getting the health care that they need. 20 Republican governors are opposed to President Biden's coronavirus vaccine mandates as the GOP hopes to rally the base in the 2022 midterm elections. Biden's mandate requires companies with 100 or more employees to require vaccines or weekly coronavirus testing. Some governors, including Greg Abbott, say the mandate is an assault on private businesses. Private land that had been seized by the federal government to build a border wall is being returned to the owners. Texas Democratic Congressman Henry Cuellar says that's the right move. 
During a hearing last week in the Southern District of Texas, the U.S. attorney working on border wall cases told the judge about 40 properties are involved. Cuellar says the parcels of land where a wall is already in place won't be affected. He insists that President Biden's decision to not finish the wall will not affect national security. Correspondent Alex Tin has more on the new guidelines for immigrants and green card applicants. Following full approval of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, the Department of Homeland Security says it will now begin requiring most people seeking to become permanent residents to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19. That's in addition to other routinely required shots. The change will take effect next month. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is suing San Antonio ISD over its coronavirus vaccine mandate again. The second suit was filed last week, claiming the mandate violates an executive order from Governor Greg Abbott. Last month, SAISD became the first district in Texas to require its employees be vaccinated. Paxton sued because Abbott's order banned governmental entities from requiring vaccinations that don't have full FDA approval. After the Pfizer vaccine received full approval, Abbott issued another order banning vaccine mandates regardless, providing Paxton the basis for the second suit. Students are showing up late for class and spending hours on a bus each day as districts across North Texas struggled to hire enough bus drivers. It's a nationwide problem. Correspondent Andrea Lucia gives us a look at how two North Texas school districts are working to solve it. Assistant Superintendent Shelley Garrett says the district is offering full-time benefits for the part-time gig and a $2,000 bonus. The district, like most, is working to lure in applicants. But Garland ISD will go even further. It will soon become its own driving school training, testing, and certifying drivers for their CDL in-house. We are going to become a third-party vendor of that test, so we will hold your hand, take you to the test. I will personally make you a pie. Doing so, Garrett says, will reduce delays and the chance the driver will decide to go elsewhere. San Antonio police say a motorcyclist was hit by a reckless driver, causing them to be dragged about 100 yards. The accident happened just before 8.30 p.m. last night on the access road of I-35 North on the northeast side. The driver allegedly was tailgating other cars and speeding when they rear-ended and then drove over the motorcyclist. The driver tried to run away but was caught by officers. He was charged with intoxication assault, failure to stop and render aid, aggravated assault, and resisting arrest. The victim was taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. A bicyclist in San Antonio was in the hospital after being struck by a car near the highway. The driver kept going after the crash had happened around 4 a.m. this morning near West Pyron Avenue. The bicyclist was carrying a duffel bag and TV at the time that he fell onto the road. The man was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Police are still searching for the driver of the car. Northeast ISD is alerting current and former employees that a hacker has compromised their personal information. District officials say the cyber attack in late August hacked the email of an employee who handles wire transfers in the payroll department. The hacker tried to have the money wired to a different bank, but the district systems detected the irregularity before the funds were transferred. But the hacked employee had access to about 5,000 other employees' personal information. The Bear County Commissioner's Court voted to approve the budget for the next fiscal year, and that total comes out to just under $2.8 billion. That's about a billion dollars more than the previous year's budget, and that includes a 5% pay hike for employees and elected officials and a decrease in the county's tax rate. The budget includes additional jobs and new positions with the district attorney's office, new mental health responder positions at the sheriff's office, in addition to new road, flood control, creek and trail projects, and a new parks master plan. 
You can see the breakdown of the county's adopted budget on the San Antonio news page on KTSA.com. Metro Health officials are reporting 299,488 cases of coronavirus in Bear County. That total includes 994 cases that were reported Monday. Officials reported no new deaths, so the county's death toll remains 4,035. The number of patients hospitalized is now 1,043. More than 278,000 patients have recovered. An officer is being honored for stopping a shooter at the airport in April. San Antonio Park Police Officer John Maines was awarded the Officer of the Year Award. Maines encountered Joe Gomez at the San Antonio International Airport after he jumped out of his car firing shots where Maines was on duty. The award is presented by the Combined Law Enforcement Association of Texas. A James Avery Artisan Jewelry outlet is about to open in an H-E-B store on the city's far west side. James Avery is opening locations inside several HEBs soon, including the one on Petrenko Road and State 211. The San Antonio store is set to open October 13th. A portion of Hebner Road will be closed tomorrow while Union Pacific does work on the railroad tracks. The road will be closed between Vance Jackson and Lock Hill Selma Road in both directions. Public Works warn that drivers may experience additional delays due to other projects in the area, like some lane closures along Lock Hill Selma and Orsinger Lane. You can find a map of the closure on the San Antonio news page on KTSA.com. The Trans-Siberian Orchestra will make a stop in San Antonio on its winter tour. The orchestra has scheduled two performances at 3.30 p.m. and 8 p.m. on December 10th at the AT&T Center. The tour celebrates the 25th anniversary of the group's star-making album, Christmas Eve, and other stories. Tickets will go on sale Friday, and a portion of the proceeds will benefit Morgan's Wonderland. KTSA Money News. Wall Street popped in the early going after the government's consumer price index for August came in with a weaker-than-expected inflation reading. But the major averages steadily weakened over the course of the session, and the Dow lost 292 points to 34,577. The Nasdaq dropped 67 points to 15,037. The S&P down by 25 points to 44.43. Apple unveiled its latest iPhone lineup during an online event. The iPhone 13 comes with a more powerful processor and a fancier camera. Jason Brooks, CBS News. ATSA AccuWeather. Humid tonight with clear to partly cloudy skies and a low of 70. Partial sunshine for tomorrow with a high 92, and Thursday sun and clouds with a high 93. I'm Gregory Patrick with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, and news anytime online at KTSA.com.